Shio, welcome to Cherokee Now. Um, today we have EBCI Education Secretary uh, James Bradley with us. James, welcome to the show. How are Thank you doing? You. Doing well, thanks. Good, good. So tell us a little bit about the oversight as a Secretary of Education that you have over several programs and what those programs uh, entail. I'm actually, I have, of course, higher education and training, which provides college funding for EBCI members. I'm over the Gadua Language Program, the Kuala Library, Recreation, Cherokee Fitness Complex, and the Cherokee Youth Center. That's quite a load right there. Yes, yes. So tell us some of the highlights. I know recently we've had renovations going on at the uh, Cherokee Fitness Center. Tell us kind of an update on, on where the renovations are. The pool is still currently closed. We're working with risk management. We have an engineering company coming up from in, uh, Atlanta in the next couple of weeks to make the final assessment on the pool so we can move forward whichever way that goes. Uh, and then the showers and locker rooms are currently under reconstruction. They've been completely gutted down to the dirt. Everything in their locker room, showers, everything's going to be completely renovated and replaced. In the coming weeks, we'll be redoing the basketball court floor. That'll be closed, so the court will be closed for about two weeks. Okay. Uh, that won't be a long time, but the weight room is still open, the walking track's still open, everything else in the facility is still there. So folks can still come into the facility and, and, and enjoy it? Yes. Okay. Um, what about um, in, in the coming weeks? I know we talked a little bit about um, the education and training uh, portion. Tell me, tell me a little bit about how many students that you have in the program right now. We are currently finishing up the fall funding cycle, which is generally our biggest funding cycle. This year we have 415 students wow. going back to school, which is an increase. Generally we average about 350, 375, so that's a pretty sizable increase this fall from what we uh, usually see. Um, we have students all across the country, everywhere from Southwestern and Western to Cornell to Washington University to um, I think we still have students in Stanford and out in San Francisco. So we've got students all across the country in all different fields. And that's everything from associate's degrees to bachelor's degrees to master's and PhDs. Um, okay. So our funding come, we're funded through the gaming ordinance. And we've actually had to request a little bit more funding this year because we've had such an increase in students. That's good. That's a good problem. I'm yes, glad we've got so yes. many students interested in And in another good education. point is, um, as you are aware, students sign uh, per capita garnishments. So mm -hmm. if you make bad grades or you don't finish your degree, you have to pay that quarter back or that semester back to the program or to the tribe. Uh, and we're seeing a lot of those payments go down in the past two years. Good. So more students are in school, more students are staying in school and finishing their degrees. So that's also a good problem. That's excellent. Excellent. So if I'm a high school student, senior this year, and um, looking to go achieve a higher education, what are some of the first steps or some of the things that I need to do with your program to meet the needs of your program? The first thing that you can do is go to salagied.com, which is our website. Okay. Um, there's uh, different links and things on there. It has a list of all the paperwork that needs to be submitted you can actually put your application in in the next coming weeks our staff will be out in the high schools in the area in the different counties to talk to students um, taking paperwork and just discussing with them what they need to be doing um, your FAFSA which is the financial aid the federal financial aid where you get your Pell grants and stuff that will be open October 1st okay so parents and students can start applying for that stuff and get that out of the way that's a big hang-up for most students but the the government in the past couple of years has tried to make that a little bit easier okay so they can do that um, and then anytime they want to come into the office which is in the Ginger Lynn Welch building they're welcome to come in with their parents and talk to student coordinators um, in the spring we have mandatory student meetings okay. we have um, six or seven different ones um, on Saturdays and in the evenings 
over the course of several weeks so parents can come in with their students and that's when we really get down to the nuts and bolts of here's what you have to do here's what the requirements are for you to retain your funding that sort of thing so it's a whole process from now until the spring actually until next fall um, where we're trying to assist the students with what they need to do excellent and i remember in years past we used to have a um was it a college campus visitation program? Do you guys still do that? Yes, it's called the Summer Youth College Experience, and it's specifically for juniors and seniors in high school. It's a six-week program, and in the past two years, we have memorandums of agreement with several area schools from Western Carolina all the way over to UT. We're working on one with UGA. So we are concentrating on those schools in this area because that's where the bulk of our students are interested in going. And we also found that high schools, and there are different programs in the area that are taking students to visit schools out of the area like UNC and um, different places like that. So we're concentrating on these schools. So they visit the schools, they do campus tours. A lot of the schools now are doing hands-on type things. Um, Mars Hill has this great new nursing building. Um, so. For example, they might take us take the students in there for a couple of hours and allow them to work with the, the mannequins that I they gotcha. have or show that kind of stuff. Um, and then we've also we work with them to do their SATs and ACTs. We do pretests. They take a six week course. We do post tests to see how their grades are increasing. And in the past two years, we also started an internship program. So the students, when they apply, identify three areas that they're interested in studying, say nursing, for example. So we try to place them at the hospital or in some area where they're going to get experience in that. And the point of that is to help them get that experience. And we're hoping that helps with retention rates. Because if you think you're going to go into nursing and then you get into college and find out, I don't like the sight of blood and I don't like sick people, so now what am I going to do? That's a tough transitional phase then. It's it's different from going into like a general ed and then switching into chemistry. or So we want them to get as much information before they make that decision so they can make smarter decisions. That's important. That, yeah, hopefully That's good. keep them in this program. Now, as an adult then, um, what kind of adult opportunities do you have for maybe certif- certifications or, or any other? Um, undergraduate students, and that includes certification programs and associate's degrees, um, you get 126 hours, and you can unlock that however you want to. So if you want to go get a certification and you want to go through SEC or a local school, uh, we do online stuff as well. It's the same application process. Okay. Deadlines are June 1st, October 15th, and April 1st for the upcoming funding cycles, and that information's on the website. Uh, you just apply, you're assigned a student coordinator, and they work with you to get your paperwork done. And something like a, a certification program, we'll do the first one. We won't do another one that's similar to that, but if there's a second level, say there's a nursing certification one and a nursing certification two, then we'll do the second certification for you. And you'll, you can move up through those uh, certifications like that if they're related until you use up your 126 hours. Or you can switch to a bachelor's degree and finish out those 126 hours. Okay, great. Great. Um, let's speak a little bit about recreation. Do you have any updates about recreation? Yes, actually, we have. we started, we're in the football season now. And we have the highest turnout for youth football that we've had in about a decade. We just got back from Choctaw where the Choctaw just started a youth football program back up. So our four youth teams went down as well as the high school. And we split. The two younger teams lost, unfortunately. So we went two and two. Right. And then the Mites and Midgets won their games. Okay, great. So it was a great experience for the kids to get to go do that. Yeah. We, this past summer, worked with the Georgia Swarm, which is the professional lacrosse team in Atlanta, who are the national... uh, yeah, they're the champions right. of whatever league that is. <laughs> um, so they, they come up every summer because a lot of Native Americans are, are in those leagues. So they come up and do um, 
seminars with our kids, we have a, a, it's divided by age groups. So that's been very exciting. The issue that we're running into is we have enough kids for a team, but there aren't teams in the surrounding counties for them to play. So um, the recreation staff's actually talking to Buncombe County to see how we might become involved in their lacrosse leagues. Okay. And one of the schools, Mars Hill University, um, is one of the schools we have a memorandum of agreement with. They just started a female lacrosse team this year. So that's a great opportunity for our young females who might be interested in lacrosse, you know, give them a, a goal to work towards. So we're excited about that. That's excellent. That's excellent. And I guess we could work with the school systems as well to potentially implement yes. a school, uh, a high school or middle school lacrosse team and yes. also compete and, yes. and get them built up to that level. Great. And, and KPEP, do you have any updates uh, as to what's happening up at KPEP? Um, more good news. They actually have the highest incoming class that they've ever had. They've had to turn some offices into classrooms and expand the lunchroom and rearrange and make space for everybody. So that's another great problem to have. Um, the manager currently up there is also working with um, local high schools. We have Cherokee language programs in several local schools, but they're not under an umbrella and gotcha. there's not a memorandum of agreement with the school systems themselves. So um, we're having discussions about how do we construct this? How do we make sure that our students are receiving, regardless of the school system they're in, that they're receiving the same um, type of classes language-wise that everybody else is? And also, you know, we invest a lot of money in the kids that go to KPEP, right. so we want to ensure that, that con they continue those language programs as they go into high school, middle and high school. And um, the county schools have been really receptive to that. Um, so we're having some really good conversations about that, and hopefully as we move forward, we'll have an overarching language program from birth to high school graduation. That's excellent. That's excellent. And um, so if, if someone has a young child uh, that they're interested in getting into KPEP, would they just go up to, to the management there and, and speak to them about how to get enrolled or if yes. there's enrollment contact, possibilities? contact the school. Uh, because of the limited space that we have there and the limited number of yeah. language speakers and teachers that we have, um, that kind of constricts us right now. Right. We're working on that as well. But, yes, contact the school and see what the enrollment procedure is and uh, what's open. Okay. Uh, do you have any other updates from any of your programs? I know I know one thing we kind of missed over on the rec side was that I think you had some exciting news for Big Cove. Did they have a new? Yes. I met, uh, Actually, this has been being discussed for the last couple of years, but I met with a community club several weeks ago and got some input from them on what they would like to see in their new recreation and community building. So I worked with tribal planning with that information and they're um, in the design phase and they're going to look at what that might cost. So they'll be coming into tribal council with a request for funding for that. So that's, that's very project. exciting. And also the youth center, we approved the plans for their new building. So they're also in the same that's much needed. Yes. Much needed. Yeah. I guess as many people may or may not remember, the youth center as as it lives now was the, one of the original casino buildings yes. from yes. many many years ago, from the mid '90s. And uh, it's great to see them get a new building. Yes. And uh, and I know the work that they do there firsthand. Mm -hmm. Jimmy, you, were, you or James, you were there for a long time, yes. uh, leading that program. So much needed program and, and much deserved building. And it's really neat to have started that program yeah. and then be back in this position as they get a new building. And the plan for that is to construct it right behind the current building. It'll okay. be a two-story structure so they can still be open while the construction's going on and then they'll right. demolish the front building and then they'll have a brand new building. Right. We all know the frustration when a, yes. when a child care facility is, <laughs> yes. is down for a half a day or a day and it's great to be able to keep that open and have the kids still able to go there and, and have a place to go. Okay. Do you have any other updates about your programs? One more plug for uh -oh. the Cherokee Fitness <laughs> Complex. Okay. Uh, we have some nationally award-winning uh, power lifters on staff uh -uh. there. 
So on September 23rd, they're having the barbell clash. This is the second or third time we've had a powerlifting competition at the fitness complex. So, okay. Uh, encourage people to come out and check that out. What does it take so to find that organiz- that group? Are they on Facebook? or? or- yes. Um, all the programs I have have Facebook pages. Okay. Yeah. And check them out. And, and yes. September 23rd is when they're having that yes. event? That's great. Well, we look forward to having you back on. Congratulations with, with all the program work that you've done so far. And, um, you know, for those watching us out there, if you have any comments about what we're doing, uh, please find us at the Cherokee Now Facebook page, facebook.com slash Cherokee Now. Uh, thank you for joining us, James. Thank you, uh, and we'll see you guys again very soon. Data Dog, I'll hang out.